This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, I mean, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Uh, I already got a guy mad at me just for saying, ugh, I don't want to deal with this. Essentially, uh, John Eaton, all I'm saying is, ugh, I don't want to hear it. It's Thanksgiving next week. You know how many families are going to fist fight? Because of the big dick energy of one party and the uh, the other side saying, you know. We, the celebration party. Yeah, the celebrating and <laughs> rubbing it in your face party. And it's going to drag on. We can't just have one moment where we shake hands at the end and go, you stole it. And again, you know, I don't I don't see why you, you know, want to do this to yourself. But I understand you feel like your rights are being violated. This guy emails, he says, just to be stripped away daily of our rights and be happy about it. Very American of you shaking my head. And I'm like, I get why you say it. I understand you. It's not that I'm denying things you're saying. I'm just saying, oh, it would be a better world if it just said screw this. And I also believe, as an independent, that the party I'm with, screaming for the last few years, they steal, they steal, they steal. I'm keeping my eyes on you. And if they did actually do it again, your party sucks. That these guys are so much smarter than you that while you accuse them of stealing, they're robbing you blind. That means your guys are like Carrie Lake's to blame. Her side's the problem. If the if, and I don't think Carrie Hob- or Katie Hobbs has these kind of balls, but if she's got a set of balls on her to go, um, steal this election right out from under. But they're looking for us to do that. They're very like they're stringent everything. They think we're stealing it. But in- God damn it, still do it. <laughs> that's a set of balls on somebody that's amazing. That's like a domestic violence abuser. It's yeah. like his wife's got black eyes and he's still swinging. Your party stinks. If you can accuse someone of robbing and they go, wait, wait, where's my wife? That was mother effers got me again. You're losing a battle you're screaming you know about. It's the Dallas Cowboys in 1993. Nate Newton would line up. 
as an offensive lineman and tell the defense their play. It was notorious. Nate Newton so were running right, right between me in the B gap, running the ball right up your ass, and they do it. It's demoralizing to tell you, yeah, we're doing this. You know what we're doing, and we're still going to do it. You're the idiot. And you do have some, is he, is he serious? Yeah, this? oh yeah, at and first, you find out. until the third time, yeah. it's like, this like, guy's knocking me in my ass. He's and telling me what we're doing. Everything he's saying that's going to happen is happening. This is a slant pass to a slot receiver. I'm not even going to tell you the name of the play. I'm just going to say it's going to him three steps in, and you ain't going to do anything about it. And they would do it, and they'd whip people. And you know who's to blame for that? The other team. When somebody is doing something that you accuse them of, and they just keep like doing it right, flaunting it, in fact, man, we're stealing this one from you again. And then you're the, you're the idiot. You can't figure it out. They're two steps ahead of you. Then years later, Nate Newton said, I'm going to drive with 300 pounds of weed <laughs> Nate from Newton, Houston to... Again, Nate Newton wasn't a good option. You're making a great point, Brady, is that both sides are stupid. But yeah, I don't feel like, I don't feel like my, my rights are being stripped away. I feel like uh, fun is being uh, taken away. I don't like uh, Katie Hobbs. I think she's going to be a very hilarious person. Right. I'm in a great for us. Yeah. As long as Carrie Lake still hangs around challenging her to fights and stuff. Let's I'm get it on. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's get it on. Um. <laughs> I'm going to fight her. I'm going to fight her now. Oh, God. She's she's in. Bloodbath. But, yeah, it's uh, I understand why I understand why people are saying what they're saying. I understand. I said it yesterday. Like, it does seem like something fishy. This whole taking a week and a half to count votes. Yes, it's, it's embarrassing. Seems, it seems fishy. It's embarrassing. Something's up. But I also know that if they're... Smart enough to steal this thing twice. You got to regroup your side and go, all right, how do we stop them? If we honestly believe that they're stealing this from, how in the world do we stop this? We've been on them. We've had a, we've put a microscope over them, a magnifying glass, and they still did it? And I know the argument's coming, well, they did it because they're, they're just that ruthless. Well, then they're the ruthless party. I'm siding with them. They're going to get things done. Find those steroids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, go back and regroup. You just got your ass kicked by a bunch of grifters. Try to figure out how to stop the grifters instead of start screaming, we know you're grifting and you keep doing this and we're too stupid to stop you. That's the real argument. Now I'm on a soapbox. Now see, this is why I don't like this stuff. You get lost in it. I don't think, I, I, my, my personal opinion to John Eaton, who I, I respect your opinion, emailer, I understand what you're saying. And it is American of me because I'm uh, allowed to say something you disagree with. And you are to me as well. That's the most American we can be. Uh, But I just don't think it's making anybody's lives better. I don't think anybody's having more fun uh, with their lives being drowned in this nonsense. I just don't. Well, we're also, it's easier to point fingers right now because economy's not, you know, everything's going wrong. Everybody's got a beef. Everybody's got something There's a problem here. Yeah, everybody's frustrated. We're out of, we feel out of control. We're frustrated. We're frustrated. And when we're frustrated, we lash out and start screaming, that guy did something wrong. Instead of just saying, what can I do? What can I do to make my world a little better, despite all the BS that's floating around me? And it ain't watching the news or hopping on the internet and going crazy like I'm doing right now. I'm just saying, fart jokes cure the world. Let's get back to that. Let's Look. If, if they can do this while we know about it, it's like what Chappelle said about Trump the other night on SNL, which was great. He came out of the house and told the commoners, 
everything you think we're doing inside that house, you're right. And went right back inside and kept playing the game. And all of us were like, we've been, we've been saying they're corrupt the whole time. He just came out and said they are. This seems straight. Yeah, he's an honest <laughs> and liar. And That's he, what Chappelle said. Yeah. He's an honest liar. He came back and said, yeah, you're right. We are gaming this system like you have no idea. Right in front of you. You're right. Going to go back and keep doing it. And that's essentially what the Republicans are accusing the Democrats of. Gaming the system right in front of them. Despite them saying we're referees on top of being a political party. We're going to keep an eye on you. And, and then still say, oh, I think they did it again. And you're powerless to stop it. That means they beat you. And it ain't fair. But that's truth. And I do like the argument that what if you won? Would it still be rigged? It's crazy. We have, ah, Brett, you started this. I blame you. Yeah, this is your fault. I'm just used to turning that direction and blaming somebody else. <laughs> Politics. But yeah. And again, if you listen to what I'm saying, I'm not saying quit trying. Just be better at being you. Keep an eye on your own little palace. And when there's true injustice and stuff like that, they actually have facts on. Go fight that. But this watching... CNN and Fox and MSNBC. It's, not, it's, not making, it's making Thanksgiving's miserable. Remember when the worst thing about Thanksgiving was your cousin turned out gay? Like that was the worst thing that could happen at a Thanksgiving. That, that cousin that you knew or his pants were too tight was going to eventually wreck a Thanksgiving with your grandparents. That was the only thing we ever worried about. Now it's like, oh, I can't go to my mom's house because she's going to go crazy. Fox will be on. Somebody will say something. I can't bring my in-laws over to my – I can't have my parents mingle with their parents because they're politically different. Without And if I do, it's going to be a disaster. I've told um, multiple friends before on either side. Yeah. Um, one was last Saturday, started talking about stuff no. in the room. Yep. And I said, you're, you're drinking way too much Fox right now. Yeah. And he's like, not my house. Maybe you're right. Yeah. And he's like, let's do it. And then, then the same thing. Uh, all right, you're too heavy on the CNN. All you have to say is no politics, Back no down. fantasy football in my house. That's it. Those are the two rules I have for Steeler games. No politics, no fantasy football in my house. That's what Medea says when everybody walks in. No politics. Yes, yeah, you can talk whatever else, but that's you a, start bringing. If I hear the word abortion and there's not one actually happening right in front of us, I'm not. You're all out. <laughs> but there has to be uh, uh, like repercussions for that, right? You have to be able to kick people out. Oh yeah, and start doing it. No problem. And then then the real fireworks start. Brady had a fist fight at one of his Thanksgivings. For God's sakes, it wasn't even over politics. No, but that was the good old days. When someone Good old get a, family yeah, fight. Someone get into the sauce and look at that sister of theirs. The old, you know, I never liked you, you bitch. Popped up on alcohol yep. and painkillers. Yep. Turns and looks at Ronnie and says, I got beef with you, you know. What'd I do? I don't know. You're going to get punched for it, though. It was a cha-ching Chavez moment. It was. You think you're so special. Because one of them was dead broke and looked over at Ronnie in her new purse. I'm going to beat the hell out of her tonight. <laughs> this ain't good. <laughs> What did I do to you? Ah, you just rubbing it in my face that I'm a crack addict with nothing. But deep down, who was the problem? The crack addict with yep. nothing was worried about their own lives and was mad at someone else. Created their own problems in their own Eat mind. the turkey. Be thankful. Be thankful. Watch Kennedy get blown up. It's a blast. It's so great. All those, cons- those are real conspiracies. That's a real thing. Although I personally think that Lee Harvey did it himself. I've stood in that perch up there in that sixth floor of that museum, and I looked, and I'm like, I could kill him from here. This is easy. And they're like, why? It was three shots, getting three shots off? It's because the rifle sucked. A good marksman would have hit him once, first time. He fired three times, just 
rapid fire because he was he missed twice, basically. Hit him in the shoulder and the neck. The headshot's like, whew, thank God, I finally got one off there. Otherwise, he would have made it. I don't think the intention was to fire a bunch of shots at him. It was one. Dude kept missing. I think I winged him. He's still moving. It's, you know, it's like a deer. It's like he's bleeding. He's running. we got to chase him a little bit more. That's a great, but I think he expected other people to take credit for it. And he, but then they just said, no, he's our guy. Great story, though. But that's what Thanksgiving means to me. And in one week's time, you're going to start seeing those specials of Kennedy's head blowing up. Smell of turkey in the air. Lions getting their asses kicked on TV. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, talk about gotta, abortion for God's sake. game this year. Who? Who are they playing? Lions and Cowboys? Doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're competitive this year. They've got three wins, Brady, and two of them were in the last two weeks, and they weren't good. Tight? Wins. Stop. Stop that. The Lions are going to lose on Thanksgiving. They do it every year. It's a tradition. Really Don't take away my tradition. I want to see Dan Campbell. I want to see tears on either side. Either way. I don't want to go in political anythings, but this one's, going to, this one's going to last for a while. What I do want to talk about is name, image, and license. The nil. College sports. And it was a slave trade for years and years. No one talked about it. So free labor for these colleges that acted like they weren't getting any cash out of the deal until CBS uh, unfolded a book that said, hey, there's a billion and a half dollar college football deal. And that's just with us, not the uh, private Big 12 networks and all these other things. They're, they're, so the Ohio States of the world. Now, you go to Columbus, Ohio, it's a nice town, right? There is absolutely no reason for that thing to be recruiting the people it recruits. Columbus is not a draw outside of their football team for people like all the all the places you could go the only reason you'd go to Ohio State is because they pay the most and because they're going to win they're competitive because they for pay the most because they paid them yeah right and they they scammed the system for years and they gamed it and everything else now this name image, image and license thing comes out and uh, they can like they said athletes can have jobs and get paid and deals can be made with uh, endorsements and things like that. And it's been sort of weird. It's been like a few guys. The offensive line down there at Texas A&M got a nice deal all together as one. Uh, the kid from Ohio State got like a million and a half dollars to be the backup last year. I think, And he, he's yeah. gone. Yeah, he's not even he, there uh, anymore. Yeah, Got in trouble. Yep. And so there's a, because that's going to happen when you give a 19-year-old a million dollars. But what the 53 uh, people, uh, Hooters did a deal. That's right. They yeah, got fifty-three yeah. linemen from all a yep. bunch of different teams. Have their it's almost like they're all Madden team. Yeah, they just decided to throw it out to a, to a whole bunch of them. But what they're mad about now is a girl named Olivia Dunn. Have you seen <laughs> Olivia Dunn? Yeah. Now, what they didn't count on was the lower level sports in college starting to pull a couple million bucks. Olivia Dunn is a gymnast at LSU. Look her up. And Olivia Dunn's like, wait a minute, I can get endorsements for being an LSU gymnast. She is making a fortune because of her ass, not because it has yeah, nothing to do. They wanted, yeah, they wanted her to be. They wanted the NIL thing to be about your athletics. Yeah, like you are making money because you're such a great football player. You're making money because, and she just started what posting smoke show, smoking it? pictures yes. of herself at games. Nothing about her screams gymnast. Look at the pictures of that thing. And now uh, sponsors are like, oh. LSU gymnastics is something we're going to pour all of our money into. And they're like, well, it can't be about how hot she is. Like, you never said that. So now they're saying, uh, NIL proves once again, nothing sells like a pretty person. Oh, come on. Cliff Kingsbury's going to love her. (laughs) 
So they're trying to stop that rule now because ugly girls aren't going to get it. So now they're basically saying that these market – imagine that. Marketing gurus have decided that the prettier it is, the better it sells our product. Wait a minute. She wouldn't have that if it wasn't right. for us. We want a piece of it. Right. And they're Exactly. And they're basically saying, uh, what about our ugly gymnasts? Like, we don't want those. We just want this one. She is stunning. And they're mad now because it's like, well, ugly girls don't have the same opportunities she has. Right. Exactly. That's good to get used to it, ugly girls. That's what life's That's like. Life. Yeah. What is it about name, image? Name, image, <laughs> name, image, license. Right. Image. Her image. Anyone could do, you know, you could have a certain image. Sure, but I think they expected it to be like, you're going to get paid because you're such Everyone a great is. gymnast. And, and nobody cares about her gymnastics. It's not going to bring, it's, so it's pretty funny. And they're like, we're hardwired to be attracted to attractive people. Well, there's a scientific study. There's a shocker. Yeah. And it goes both ways. Would you hire Tom Brady or John Daly for your new line of bikini briefs? This is the defense of the people who are giving her money. As talented as women may be on the balance beam, their real influence comes from the way they look. <laughs> you know, one of the originals on it was uh, not even, you know, never won. On the women's tennis tour, but made the most money. Anna Kornikova. Anna Kornikova couldn't, couldn't and you know how win anything. Those women were upset at her. Furious. For being pretty. Because she was getting money. Pro athlete. Yeah. She's not even very good. Yeah, so she's got to subsidize her income with the, that face of hers that you're blessed. You look like a foot, and she's gorgeous. Who do you think I'm going to pay to see more? She's selling out stadiums just because of how she looks. Right. Yep. Welcome to Earth. Well, wasn't Paige Sprana kind of the same way? I mean, Paige she can't golf. Good. Yeah. She, but she's, she's the most even, famous, name the most famous female golfer of all time. Now, Brady right. can throw out yeah. Ho Young Kim and <laughs> whatever. I don't know. We're not talking about people who actually think women's Before golf is a Before Paige sport. was Natalie Golbus. Yeah. And Natalie Golbus was. run for years. That was uh, All relative average. to standing next to those exactly. fat Koreans. If you put me next to a bunch of fat Koreans in a, in a tight little outfit, they'd be like, that one's hot. And the rest, the bald, tall, Michelle male, Wee. Michelle Wee, still smoking. Yep. Six feet tall. But that's who sells your game. So they're like, all right, all right. Oh, it's old Donner. All right, all right. No more getting paid for your boobs and ass. Like, wait a second. You got to be a gymnast if they're not sponsoring gymnastics. So what did she do when they did that? She puts the LSU gear on. Pulls it up her ass cheeks, turns around, takes a picture. <laughs> Here's another million dollars. She got her friends to do it on the LSU team. So now those gymnasts are looking at her going, how'd you do this? I'm like, we all have great asses. We're gymnasts. Pull those things up there. Crack her a little bit. Give them what they're asking for. The person I admire most in all of uh, female sports commentating is Carissa Thompson. Because she says, yeah, I'm good at my job, but I also know what makes me uh, appealing and i sell it i put on the outfits i get the hair done i am i sell my look i know i've got a look that people she, like and i'm gonna run with it and she Good teamed up with you. aaron andrews yeah. and their podcast you think tony everything. gonzalez on that same pre and post game show over there isn't looking in the mirror every day going god damn it i'm good looking and he is and he's and it's more appealing on television to look at him <laughs> appealing people sell products Olivia Dunn. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Good stuff. And if it wasn't for the NIL, none of us would know about her. Because she'd have just been another smoke show gymnast not getting paid being a slave to Title IX and all that. Google her at work, and then good luck getting any work done for a We uh, no longer want you on the team. We're not going to give you a scholarship. Okay. <laughs> this guy Brian emails and says, I just searched on our computer at home, Olivia Dunn, after you brought it up on Instagram. Uh, guess what? My 14-year-old son already follows her. Attaboy. <laughs> now, name, image, likeness. I do keep saying license. Likeness, yeah, it's yeah. likeness. You're sounding like Brady. You're right. I, I didn't even catch myself doing it. Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy thing that they're trying to take away that hot people can't have. Well, then that's true in football too, because what if a quarterback that looks like Tom Brady is the best quarterback in uh, in college, and they're like, we want your name, image, and likeness to be this, this, and this, and then they offer him extra money, and they're like, because you know, uh, you know, Matt Leinart and those guys on that pregame show in the NCAA, they're a bunch of male models. That's how they got the job. I mean, Urban Meyer, Matt Leinart. Who's the other guy? The Brady Quinn, Reggie Bush. It's a it's a field of failure. It's a field of failures. Jesse Palmer got jobs after. It's because they look good. It's not just women, although we prefer it. Absolutely, but I like it. So if there's any ASU gymnasts over there listening, or you're uh, thinking about that, I doubt it. But if you are, pull that thing up your cracker and make a few bucks. Don't be an idiot. Use it while you got it. I say. You're doing all that work, flipping around, working out eight hours a day, stopping your period for the last 10 years. And that's what college gymnasts are, most of them. Girls who actually didn't work hard enough to stop their period, so they developed. And the ones that go to the Olympics are the ones that are just so addicted to it that they, be, they stayed 12 their entire lives. You never see the real go- – uh, Sacramone was the only one, but eight years ago, maybe longer now, where she had huge boobs and a butt and all that. It's like She looks like a woman. Like, yeah, I stopped training for a little while, got my period, everything kind of blew up on me, but I'm still flipping pretty strong. Imagine how she would have been had Bella Caroli convinced her to keep working so hard that her body stopped functioning. Don't stop. You don't need to stop. Hey, Sacramone. Do more flips. Stop perioding. And then wife will go over there and knock her around a little bit. But the, uh, yeah, so I'm all for the name, image, and uh, likeness going towards people who are beautiful. There's nothing wrong with it. Beautiful people win. Not fair. Yep. You got to make up for it with personality. If you're saying it's not fair, you recognize your shortcomings, and that's the first step. The first step when you see a beautiful person, you go, it's not fair that they're getting all that. You recognize you have self awareness, and that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. You think between we've had moments in this room where we've had a a sponsorship opportunity for a haircutting place, and before Brett got here, that was ridiculous to even <laughs> offer it to us. <laughs> And did I ever once, and like if Brett got the thing, I don't know if they stuck around or if they came back and said, uh, you know, go over to this. But did you do it? No. Somebody, somebody was like, go to this sports clips or whatever. I don't remember what it was. And I'm like, why are bald guys all talking about it? If Brett showed I've up. Gone, I've been over there. Yeah. I, why? 
Because when I'd get my uh, hair Brady, cut, Brady, stop you know. it! Don't, don't, don't start. <laughs> Brady just realized. Wait a minute! There's a get the king cut. An endorsement fee with that? I should probably talk about how often I get my hairs cut. <laughs> Look no, at that before. girl. But like, if Brett oh. came in and said, "Yeah, I'm getting a couple thousand dollars a week now for uh, talking about this haircut in place," I wouldn't be like, "It's not fair." I'd recognize my shortcomings and say, "Well, Brett's got that on me." There's nothing I can do. Yeah, there's her pictures of her and the LSU gymnast outfit. And tell me that LSU doesn't realize how hot their girls are. Why do they dress up gymnasts like that in the first place? Look at that. That's the official LSU flipping around gear. SEC royalty. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they've been selling sex the whole time. Oh, good Lord. I'm going to give her a million dollars just to keep putting those pictures up. I think Kingsbury's on the phone right now. Well, yeah. you know... Erotica, I was over in Louisiana the other day, and I met someone new. And I want you to meet her. We're going to thruple up. <laughs> yeah. God, I hope that's on pay-per-view. <laughs> I would pay a would pay. <laughs> I've paid for a lot of Mayweather fights I regretted. This one, I don't think I would. Yeah, she's got it. And it's great. Meanwhile, everybody's like, well, if Lizzo can't be in a thong on things and get paid for it, no one should be able to. Lizzo can do it, and I can be disgusted by it. Cashing in. If people want to pay Lizzo, I know she's coming to town. And if she wants to pull her gymnast's outfit up her ass and wander around with that thing on there, good on her. Go get them, Lizzo. I can still find it gross. That show travels by rail. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Brett and I uh, said, maybe we should go down and watch them unload the train. Uh, Like, you know, when they tie Lizzo's trunk to the one in front of her and they walk them in because the road's... Uh, can't handle it like they use the Bartum and Bailey Circus gets unloaded into the arena. Ugh. Put the big top up. Just because the news says you should be doesn't mean I have to subscribe to being attracted to Lizzo. I am not. She is against my eyes. She fights my eyes. She is the Lex Luthor to my Superman. Not the attraction you're looking not for. Not at all the cup <laughs> of gravy I enjoy. In fact, that's my new phrase for Lizzo. Do you find her attractive? Not my cup of gravy, I would say. You don't have to find her attractive just because it's the woke thing to do. I think it's gross when she wanders around and shows everybody her butt. But she's free to do it. And people are free to love it. And I'm free not to. I prefer Olivia Dunn. (laughs) Who's very talented in her own right. I don't even know if she's a good gymnast. That's That's where America doesn't, it doesn't matter. Is she good at it? I don't know. When's the last time I cared about female college? She's a gym? gymnast? She's a gymnast, too? My <laughs> God. Is there anything this girl can't accomplish? Is she going to the Olympics? No, she's too focused on Instagram pictures. Good honor. Self-awareness. Yeah, I like that. The second you say, hey, that's not fair. She got it and I didn't. You're actually saying, I'm ugly and I know it. Clap your hands. <laughs> so... Keep that in mind next time you're mad at a pretty girl for getting something you can't have. That's not fair. Yep, not just handing out cash to uggos. You have to be funny. Mm. Tell better stories. But I don't know any. Learn video games. Videos <laughs> fitness up. Yeah, or videos <laughs> fitness. Start working out a little bit. That's not going to help my face. You really are self-aware. You should write books or do a podcast or get on the radio like I did when I realized my face was hideous. I'm self-aware, too, and I'm not trying to be a model. There's no way. That would be the dumbest move ever. If I went to my dad, my dad was a logical man. It's a dad. 
I'm going to be a model. It wouldn't take him more than half a second after he spit out whatever he was eating or drinking and said, you're ugly, you can't do that. He'd have loaned me the idea of saying, you're going to embarrass yourself. There's great shame in that, son. I'm going to model stuff. If I turned to Megan and said, I think I'm going to be a penis porn star. She's like, you can't. Why? You're not equipped. Oh, I suppose you're right. There's CGI. Yeah. Yeah, can't they do some sort of Spielberg magic? Why would they do that when the dude next to you actually has one? Why spend money to make your dick look bigger when a dude actually has a bigger one? Eh, I guess you're right. Self-awareness is important and we've lost it. That's not fair. Olivia Dunn made a million dollars. You see her? She's beautiful. Well, beautiful people shouldn't get money just for being beautiful. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should. <laughs> yes, they should. Because, like, they're rare. There's 3% of the population is pretty. Maybe. Maybe. That's why there's so much money in trying to surgery uh, up your face and your body so you can be Early pretty. on. Maybe you try to have surgeries and stuff to make yourself pretty because you realize you're not. Well, look at them Kardashians before surgery. They're like South Park now. They're, they're hobbits. Yeah. Five what? foot three fat little hairy yeah. people. And they changed it all out because it's like being pretty pays. And who watches that? The women. The Kardashians are watched by women who say it's not fair that pretty people get a break. Well, why do you think they're making a billion dollars? You guys won't stop sucking up what they do. Their money and their... Some of them start figuring out the filter magic. Filter magic doesn't matter when you're buying all the products they buy. Every woman's hair oh, looks like a Kardashian. It. I mean, they're trying hard to look. That's the standard of beauty or was up until a few years ago. It's weird. Olivia Dunn, everybody look it up today. You're going to be happy. Do yourself a favor. And I say for the first time ever, college athletics are great. Finally. Outside of March Madness, there's really nothing in college football, baseball, all that other stuff. Are you going to watch the SEC champions? Championship and gymnastics? Heck yeah. Will it be on TV now? If I know it's on. There's a decent chance it'll be on TV because of her. Even an LSU dual meet. So that face and ass actually are accelerating the sport because I'd watch that. Wouldn't you? Olivia Dunn and the LSU Tigers coming into town. I'm going to take town. a look. I might even go over to the activity center and gander over at it live. LSU, ASU this weekend. What are they playing? Gymnastics? Tickets can't be more than five bucks for that. I'm going to go ski. I'm going to front row this. Let's see here. And just smell the lotion and chalk and butt. You can smell their butts. Sure, it's creepy. That's the whole point of the internet and, uh, you know, girls and thongs. Seems like the NFL crowd has moved over to cheer for the gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, Sundays are better. NFL Sunday <laughs> is over. We interrupt this NFL championship game to bring you LSU versus ASU gymnastics. All right. Uh, we'd have to road trip to Utah. Worth it. <laughs> Just to, just to be the creepy dude in the front row going, how you doing? That's nice. I smell butts. You're weird. Yeah, well, you're the one in the thong flipping around for me, so who's the weirdo? I just showed up. I paid for it. Getting allowed to Hold do what I want. poster above your head. <laughs> just screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Sign my boobs. Anyway, I like the NIL. Now, before it didn't make any sense to me. And that was the other thing. Is that why is it so bad that uh, the girl who's hot gets all the money and they're mad about that, but the dude who's for ASU or uh, OSU got millions of dollars and the other guys didn't? Based yeah. on what? He looked good. They, they expected him to be super good at stuff. They pick and choose the ones that are going to be names. That's smart. That was an early on. That was a, 
I mean, right out of, uh, you know, once he signed, one right. point, 1.1 million. Good business, man. Yep. Is that her again? Uh, yeah. Dancing around out there in New York City. Flexible. Yeah. Gymnast Brady. I don't know what she's doing there, but I want to keep doing it. Keep doing it. I got to say congratulations to Brett. Very Italian move last Thursday as uh, evidently inside information came up when he picked the Washington Commanders uh, money line straight up. Uh, you know, Commanders I mean, going to beat the Eagles on Monday. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Everybody was calling me. Yeah, you're out of your mind. There's no way. I'm like, I'll take ten and a half points, but I'm not going straight up that the Commanders. And the Commanders kicked their ass. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, well, there was a bad call. I'm like, you don't lose by 11 over one bad call. That's it. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. Of course there was a bad call. Yeah, there was always. Of course there was a bad call. That's the Italian part. And when I saw that uh, at the end, like the game is marred by bad calls and the Eagles are complaining, I'm like, Brett had the money line on the commanders last night and it ends with a referee making a terrible decision? And I'm you, just saying, you knew something. I'm just saying. Nobody picked that. And no, and you were, but you were a little bit too much about it. Like, hey, those commanders, they're fishy. Eh? Anything can happen. I'm like, yeah, I don't think they're going to win. They're I think tough, they're, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think they cover the 10 points because it's it. But you know something. I'm going straight up. Anyway, I won $193,000 in the Commanders over Eagles game. Said no one but Brett. It was the weather. Yeah. In Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, either it's way. It's a good call. Good move, man. <laughs> yeah, good move. Your heart got in the way with the Bears. Yeah. Or you'd have won your week. That was, you know. <sighs> Betting with your heart's hard. I get it. That one was hard, too, because it's like. The Bears have no defense, so they're just going to score all over. Yeah, their offense is starting to score, yeah, but you can't Lions. stop anybody. I know the Lions beat the Packers too. Yeah, no, I don't know what the Packers are. That, that was the one that screwed me up because I had the Commanders in points. But if you went straight up, I don't know what that had to be. That'd be like plus six hundred at least. I think it was like plus three ninety or something. But Commanders straight up in Philadelphia last night, and the whole time that game's unfolding, I'm looking at Brett knows that ref. <laughs> There's no way that that call that happened. That was just an egregious, like, traveling. Like, there's no traveling in football. Traveling, 10 yards. <laughs> that was a touchdown. You took it away for a traveling? Three seconds. Trap, three-second violation. <laughs> Blocking foul. I'm like, what? We're supposed to block. I didn't like how he did it. It was only plus 390. Nah, it wasn't that much. It's pretty good. Anyway, well done, Brett. <laughs> And Thursday when we do our FanDuel picks, keep your eyes on Brett for the big upsets. He's not very good at picking when he doesn't have the inside info, but nobody called the commander straight up. Is there any team in football less interesting than the Washington commander skins? Like when I tell you, ooh, tonight, the Bengals are playing uh, football, and you're like, against you, you'd be like, commander skins, immediately you're disappointed. Like, oh. Even when they win a game like last night, and they are interesting. It's the least interesting franchise in football. I asked my friend that last night. I'm like, what are Carolina? The, Carolina, Houston are the other two that we came up with. Like the ones where you're like, I just don't care if they're a team anymore. And that's really sad because Washington was a, that's a proud, you know, winning franchise. Been around for a very long time. And this Daniel Snyder guy has just devastated that whole thing into the misery that is being a Washington Commander skin fan, or the Redders, as my friend calls them. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Redders. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But yeah, I, did, I had no interest in sitting through that game. I watched the Suns in Miami. That was a great basketball game. And I flipped back and I'm like, I don't care. I'll check highlights on uh, the NFL Network after this is over. And there's nothing about that that's interesting to me. But there they were. The Commander Skins and Brett rolling in dough at home. I told you, <laughs> Uncle Roger. I mean, that referee uh, made the right call there. Yeah, at one point he went on. It's like there's two flags on the field, and the guy went up and goes, "Foul ball!" What? <laughs> no touchdown. I'm like what? Foul ball? Anyway, running up the score. But could you imagine? Like they won it outright, but eleven, and that's I always say that to Seahawk fans who say that they stole the Steelers in Super Bowl Forty. Steelers got all the calls. I mean, you don't lose a game by eleven because of a bad call. Something else happened. Yeah, it would have changed the whole thing. Yep, adapt and overcome. You got you got punched in the dick. You're gonna cry about it the whole time. You're gonna come back. You lost by eleven. No referee makes an eleven point difference. Maybe one doesn't mean you have to be terrible the rest of the night. Smart. Changed everything. Yep. So it took straight up. Smart. You were in a game with the commanders. You shouldn't even been in a, a real argument. Was you shouldn't have been in a right. game that the referees could influence. You should have been kicking their ass. You were undefeated. Yeah, and you you were impressively undefeated. Yeah. You were you weren't the Steelers of two years ago undefeated. You were a team like Wagner through like I don't know if anybody's going to beat these guys. And the commanders wander into town limping. I don't even know who their coach is. And Tyler Heineke is their guy and. All he makes me want to do is drink German beer. (laughs) Heineke, 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 Heineken. I'm going to have a Heineken. They come wandering, and who cares? Boring. Oh, yeah, it's Ron Rivera. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's Ron Rivera. Yeah, Riverboat Ron's still there. Somehow. And they beat the Eagles. And the Eagles were like, what was a bad call? You shouldn't have been in a game with the commanders in the first place. Lesson learned. I don't know. I thought it was a good call. I know he did. It's my uh, yeah, his Uncle Frank out there making them calls. <laughs> holding number two. Number two's the kicker. He holds a lot. He's holding, <laughs> holding my heart, holding the strings to my tripping. Life. Yeah, the tri- kicker. <laughs> the tripper. Yep. Two excessive kicking. Huh? Taunting. Why? <laughs> Just have you seen his wife? Taunting. He's rubbing your face in it. They should, oh, call, Olivia Dunn. they should call Kingsbury for taunting every once in a while. Taunting. Have you seen this guy's broad? <laughs> making everybody feel bad. At least have her uh, on a poster when they're calling, like in college games, they hold up the different. Oh, yeah, yeah. For signal calling. Have Olivia Dunn on one of the posters. Yes. Oh. Like you got a choo choo train, an orange, yes. and Olivia Dunn. I like that. That would screw up the other team for sure. They do hot co eds from that school. You like that? That. <laughs> yes, he should get extra money just for having one of those. Smoke show. Man. Congratulations. Pretty people make more money. Just true. What was the thing you did, the study the other day, about how uh, in Zoom classes, the ones who did worse were pretty ladies? Like, they weren't not being in school, their grades dropped further, yep. and good-looking dudes were the same? But they're, um, they still got better grades, even the Zoom. It was the pretty girls. Oh, that better than the to... ugly girls. Uh, yeah, no, well, or... the prettier, the, the handsome guys. Right. 
got better grades That's on both, said. on Zoom and yeah, in person. Yeah, because they were being judged but by the their girls face. girls dropped off big time when it became Hot girls Zoom. in the classroom getting Bs out of the classroom, low Cs. Yes. Same work. Yep. Pretty people get a break. There's an episode of 30 Rock that focuses on that that's very funny. When Tina Fey starts dating John Hamm and midway through realizes that everyone tells this guy he's great at everything and he's not good at anything. <laughs> like he goes and plays tennis. And he's like, yeah, I'm a, like I, I was on a tournament and they wanted me to be on this tour. And she's playing. She's kicking his ass. He can barely hit the ball. He's like, you, yeah, I'm really good at it. Man. You're excellent. You're the best I've ever played. <laughs> You're terrible at everything. It's hilarious. Yeah, pretty people win. Brett gets the hair deal, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not, I'm not going to scream, that's not fair. I'm like, that makes sense to me. Logic, that makes tons of sense. Also, Brett's going to get the pasta deal over all of us. <laughs> if somebody wants to promote I'll, pasta. I'll fight him a little you'll bit. You'll get on in on the point. argument, yeah, but yeah, I'm still yeah, going to look. But, between the but two of you. He's the pasta man. It's the argument. It's, it's like picking teams in school for basketball. There's a black kid in you. You might be better than him. We learned that with Deontay and uh, yeah, Luca. <laughs> But I'm still taking the black kid if I'm picking. And, uh, the odds. and when I've got a ragu question, you'll eat it. <laughs> oh, gravy, no doubt. Yeah, you'll eat it. So I'm not like, ah, they're all good. I'm like, I'm not taking uh, chunks over here. We'll uh, suck it down like a hoover. This guy's got discerning taste when it comes to the gravy. I'm not trusting your review on Italian food over an Italian. And I might be wrong, but the odds lay with me over here. Got to play the odds. Got to play. Got to be self-aware. Recognize when. I don't know, but they do. I got a seven-foot black guy, and I got a fat six-foot, ten-inch white 19-year-old, and his name is DeAndre. <laughs> that's, my, that's my center. Nine times out of ten, I'm right. This one, we, we swung and missed. Nobody saw that. I mean, some people, but that's hindsight. Unless you got, you know, some street knowledge, too. Because this Mexican guy can make some unbelievable sushi. Sushi? <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> the, wow. You immediately went away from Luca and DeAndre. <laughs> I'm still taking a Japanese guy over a Mexican guy in a headband. You don't care. See, that's why I can't take your food advice. Because you'll eat it. If I wandered into a place that was all Mexicans behind the thing, and they're cho- chopping up. You're at a standard... St- Sushi joint. Well, yeah, but they're in their ninja outfit, and I hear, hey, pinche John. I'm like, nope. <laughs> that's not fish. That's kitten. I go next door. It's like, oh, you, 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 you. And I walk in. I'm like, this is authentic. I went to Hana before I learned this lesson of not trusting Mexican ninjas at sushi places. I went to Hana, and everybody in there is super Japanese. Lady brought me a fish. Uh, on a plate that I ordered food and a jaw was attached. She goes, you eat the jaw. I'm like, ugh. Uh, she goes, it's authentic. I'm like that. You're almost angry at the Mexicans without saying so right there at me. I tried to do a sake bomber in a real Japanese restaurant in uh, Sausalito, California once. They took it away from me. They took away your sake? Yeah, I you put know? the two chopsticks over my beer and I said, no, 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 no. And they pulled it away. <laughs> no sake bomb. Classless hibbity trash. <laughs> what? That's for college kids. You're supposed to drink it warm, nibble on it. Not like what we've done. Is we said, and then smash it into your beer and chug it. It pisses off real Japanese people. But Mexicans and college girls serving you that stuff, they got no problem with it. 
bombs away. So it's okay with yeah. Ninja Jose over there? Ninja Jose is like, eh, <laughs> Pinochet. It's like, what? He didn't even run chili for a little while? What are you saying? <laughs> Who knows, Holmes? Uh, anyway, uh, land of the rising sun and all, and uh, here's your fish. My fish still has some cat hair on it. I need to get that up for you, man. I'm sorry. I'm like a ninja. I'm wearing the outfit. It works. How is that not cultural appropriation? Because we don't have enough Japanese people. We got too many. Because they're Japanese artisans. Yeah, that's right. I see this is why I don't trust you. Because <laughs> you'll love it. Well, those Mexicans know what they're doing back there. Maybe they do. But I don't I want my I want my sushi authentic. I want Japanese guys chopping that stuff up. And that's how you know it's good, is because the places where there's real Japanese people chopping up your sushi cost twice as much. Because they know the image when you walk in and go, all right, this place is serious. I go over to that uh, Forno, the Italian place. Yeah. The owner's so freaking Italian, the food tastes better. Just because he's talking to you. Like, there's something, too, that he worked at Tutasanti once. <laughs> he was over at Tutasanti, and I'm like, this Tutasanti's a chain, but this guy knows his business. Plus, I watched him kick out a transvestite. Right? In, in the whole, oh, it's the best. It was, when he was on 3rd Avenue in Roosevelt, uh, this six foot four inch dude comes in with panties, a little skirt, and a bra, which is fitting over there. I mean, that's oh, just, well, yeah, it's yeah, Roosevelt. Yeah, and I just hear, "What is it?" Is <laughs> and he's laughing, and he's and he starts speaking Italian to a couple of the tables. They start howling, and he goes, "Ma'am, you want to sit at the end of the bar or closer to the men's room?" Ah! And he looks at the whole crowd, and we all start laughing. Like he's making fun of her. I just want a drink. Oh, what do you want? Uh, you want to eat a straw or you want to take it out of the hole? Which do you prefer, the straw or the hole? <laughs> I think you're really to the table behind him. They start laughing again. And then he goes, I got to ask you to leave. Like you didn't give her anything. You're making everybody distracted. I'm like, I don't think she was doing it. You might have been the reason that that got crazy. And then he walked around the restaurant talking to all the tables. You believe it? What do we see here? They said, ladies, come in and you're going to be a dick. And what's in my bar? I'm just going to serve that. You don't want to get a big dick. You're dick in the balls. They're hanging out of your panties. Ruins the olive oil. I don't need all of that. I got enough to deal with. I don't need a dick in the balls hanging out of panties with people trying to enjoy the gnocchi. Yeah, it was hilarious. And I'm like, the food tastes better when it's this Italian. Good stuff. Yeah, it all booted him. After made fun of him for about 10 minutes, the whole place was like, all right, we're all in on this. This is hilarious because that dude's sticking balls are hanging out of those panties. So <laughs> we were dying. And it was uncomfortable. Like you thought that giant transvestite was going to spin and take a shot. Left left uh, pretty emotional. <laughs> but again, when your dick and balls are hanging out of your clothes, I don't care what you're wearing. It's a dress code. You shouldn't be in a restaurant. I'm not a servant of you. Are you crazy? Get out of here. I take a you or your silky panties, or your dick and your balls, and I get out of my restaurant. <laughs> You're a bigot. Yeah, well, at least my dick and my balls are in my pants. <laughs> you are making me sick. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, we got Dave Draymond coming up in a few minutes. I got to get to that. I forgot about that. And so our wake-up song today brought to you by Action Rock Shop. It's going to be the new one from Disturbed. Bad man. Good stuff. Oh, we had some good ones, too. Huh? Did we? Good ones, yeah. For Katie? For Katie and uh, Carrie. I will be heard. Good let's stuff. Let's get it on from the Macho Man. Oh, Macho Man's Let's Get It On, but Hard- Carrie, Carrie's the loser. We can't play a song for her. Hardwired to self-destruct and justice. Beautiful. Snap your fingers. Slither for all the vote counters. Oh. oh here we go. 
New World Order from Ministry. Everything sucks from dope. There goes the neighborhood from Body Count. Beautiful. <laughs> People aren't happy. No. Don't worry, I'll be a good governor, I think. I... I'll save the list for tomorrow. I'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be official, official tomorrow. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.